0: Welcome into the Shop Management Show presented by AutoLeap. I'm your host, Will. This podcast will explore the experiences, challenges, and lessons learned of auto repair shop owners. We'll cover every topic imaginable from EVs to ADOS, right to repair, the technician shortage, and so much more. AutoLeap is an all in one cloud based shop management software that allows shop owners to better run their business, increase efficiency, and grow revenue. You can find a link to schedule a free demo with AutoLeap in the show notes of this episode please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thrilled to be joined once again by Chris Cotton, owner of Autofix Auto Shop Coaching and host of the Weekly Blitz Podcast. Chris and I are back to cover more shop finance topics with a specific focus on how to optimize your shop finances. Chris, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for for having me on and and thinking of me when this slot came open.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for joining me a second time. Let's kick things off with a high-level focus on shop finances and auto repair shop. From your perspective, how can shop owners build a solid foundation for managing their finances that will lead to future business growth?
1: Well, so, so one of the things that's really important that I see with shop owners one of the biggest mistakes that they need to clean up first is in the beginning, they have like a small, smaller shop where they just take all of their income and throw it in the bank account. And then they're buying their groceries out of it and paying themselves out of it, paying a spouse out of it, um, getting gas, buying a car. So first thing is you need to make sure that you clean up all those accounts and you have to separate what's personal from the business. And, and you need to start paying yourself a W-2 wage and then have a budget at home, just like you should at work, and and make sure that your home budget, you're living within your means and you're just not flipping out the company credit card all the time to, to, to pay for that. Next thing is if we track and measure things, we can fix them, we can learn from it, and we can grow and move forward. So the, the next thing is make sure that you have a shop management system that, Uh, is capable of running your business. No, QuickBooks is not capable of running your business. You also need QuickBooks to generate your your income statement or your PRL, but you got to have a shop management system and then QuickBooks to back that up just so you have your chart of accounts and everything. Shop management system, QuickBooks, if you're out there writing paper copies and you think you're hiding money from the IRS and all that stuff, you will make more money with a great SMS than you will by trying to hide it from the IRS, just by having a parts matrix, um, shop supplies, and things like that. Also, having availability to do a DVI, offsets, anything else you're going to do. And just while I'm kind of chasing that squirrel, um, if you have a DVI format versus a paper copy format, your average repair order typically goes up about $220 per ticket once you switch over to a DVI format. Um, So again, to recap all my craziness there, don't commingle your funds, make sure you have a good shop management system, stop writing paper invoices, stop using QuickBooks to make tickets because again, you can't capture stuff for the customers and and do follow-up emails and all that, but you also are going to have to use
0: QuickBooks to generate your income statement or your profit or loss. A lot of great advice and insights there. So how would you recommend building those healthy habits from a a shop finance perspective and then applying those forwards to ensure that you're running a healthy, successful, profitable shop?
1: So first thing I would say is make sure that you're using your SMS to its full capabilities. Most shop owners get in there and use like the 30% of it that they know and then don't learn the other 70%. But you want to use that for your day-to-day tracking, um, your your day-to-day numbers watching, and to see you know quick and dirty how things are performing and what we need to change. But yeah. You also need to look at that income statement that we were talking about or profit or loss sheet, and look at it If you can look at it weekly, then great. but you need to print it out, look at it, put it in front of you, and go, what are these numbers telling me what 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 is the story here? And the reason why we want to be able to generate that is we don't want we don't want to wait three months, four months for the accountant to get that to us or keep or get it back to us and then be like, oh, it's you know, it's September and this was a problem that we had in May. It's too late to fix that at that point. And by that time it might've gotten worse. It might've fixed itself. And then you're making changes after the fact. And so you're going to lag up and down, but, but really I want you to print that out. You can look at it on the screen if you don't need it, but there's, there's something to be said for printing that out, getting a highlighter and a pen and a ruler and going, what does this number mean? Or, You know, I want to look at what my real parts margin is, because typically in a shop, our parts margin that we see on the income statement is not the same as what we see um, inside the SMS system, because we've got maybe some cores that didn't go back. Maybe we've got parts that we got that customer decided not to that are there, and so we don't have the credit for it. So we could have AutoLeap showing that we have a 55% margin, but look at the income statement, it's like 32 that's a huge difference, and that that's enough to break your company right there, or really hurt your margins. So if you if you have all that, then great. What if you don't know what to do with any of that? There's there's tons of resources online. Um, you can do you can also there are other podcasts out there. The Hunt Demers podcast through the Aftermarket Radio Network. Um, he just talks about the accounting side of the business. So if you want something that's super focused on that, you can you can listen to that. Um, There are tons of places to go classes in person online. You know, I think we're going to have Amplify coming up in February of 2024. There will probably be some management style classes for that. Um, Worldpack has STX. There's all kinds of things out there where you can go and learn about that or peer groups. If you're not in a peer group, get in a peer group.
0: Uh, Those are people that can walk you through those numbers. You had mentioned previously point-of-sale systems. How can having a point-of-sale system evolve both the operational and the financial management of how you run your auto repair business?
1: Well, it it makes it simpler to run, and it gives you a process and procedure where probably you didn't have one before. What we find is shop owners that go from just QuickBooks or paper copy. They get the invoice from the parts dealer, and then it says... Um, A list on it. And then, so they always go off the list price instead of what a matrix should give them. And we all know that that list price on the part side of it is just to make whoever's buying it feel better because they paid this over here. And then you have the list and the real price. So it's just, it's a marketing ploy from their side of it. But typically, you know, that gives us like that 30% margin that I was talking about a minute ago, which is great, but it's just not enough. So having an SMS system gives us the guardrails in place to have a process and procedure so that we can set the parts matrix, set it and forget it. So that we can set shop supplies and set it, forget it. Um, and the interesting thing is for shops that have a shop management system and they have those guardrails in place. If they bring somebody in that's completely outside of the industry, say somebody from the hotel industry and say, Hey, just let the computer do what it's supposed to do and you take care of the customer, it'll be fine. That person uh, gross profit wise will end up from anywhere between eight to 15% more gross profit than somebody that's quote unquote, worked in the industry for like 25 years, because those people know how to go back in and manipulate the system to make them feel better. Whereas somebody from outside of the industry can come in and they're like, oh, the rule is we let the SMS system do its job. And we do that every time and we don't mess with it. And it and it and it's fine none of the customers complain about it the the person doing it doesn't feel bad about it um, so really it, it it'll help streamline your process it'll help your margins um, provide better tickets the whole on yard
0: it sounds like automation is a big theme here especially when you have a shop management system like AutoLeap. what are the risks of not relying on that type of automation and more relying on yourself remembering how to do everything effectively every single time? Well, the
1: the big gain and something that I think is huge in our industry right now, or it's going to have more momentum. We worked we worked for a lot of times, uh, or so for several years, making the technicians more productive and efficient. And you know, so there's some shops that are really doing great, great with that. But where's the next big productivity? loss in the shop it's it's at the service counter um if you have if you have service advisors answering uh solicitation phone calls or you know all these other things that distract them from taking care of the customer and writing a ticket so if you automate that process if you make it easier to do then it it eliminates the mistakes but it also makes them more productive and more efficient um there's some really really interesting stuff coming out there i've got some shops that they don't even answer any inbound phone calls anymore. Um, everything like if you call the shop, it goes to a a um, it gives you the statement and then and then at the end it says please text or email this for an appointment. And then when you do, it just goes straight to the person that schedules it. The person schedules it, you show up on your day, and then that staff is all about you and taking care of you in the car. But they're not spending time on the phone. You know, sometimes it takes five to 10 minutes to do a scheduling thing on the phone, but you can do it in 30 seconds with a text. So the more of that that gets automated, and the, the better it'll be for your service advisors and technicians or excuse me, your service advisors and the people that manage the shop. And they can focus on customer service, building relationship, building great estimates. Um, just relaxing and taking time and looking at an estimate, the same, the second time, I don't know how many times I would write an estimate. I would sell it and go back and be like, man, I only had one rotor on there and I was supposed to have two and things like that. And that's never a good situation to be in for, for you or the customer. So, um, if you can save yourself 30 minutes a day per service advisor, you know, that's amazing. Also, if we're talking about follow-up phone calls, um, Another thing where where we get tripped up, excuse me, to go backwards. Um, another thing where we get tripped up is everybody calling and asking, is my car ready? Is my car ready? Is my car ready? Well, if you use the process to send out a text, um, instead of doing like 10 and 2 phone calls, just do a 10 and 2 text blast. Go through all the customers and be like, hey, um, will we get out your parts? late, but the car's not going to be ready today. I apologize for anything. If you need just to schedule or something, please call the shop or let me know and I'll call you. And then if you had those phone calls off from happening, then you don't get those phone calls. So, So there's a lot of things you could do just to make yourself more productive and efficient at the front counter using a great SMS
0: tool. We'll be back next week with part two of our conversation with Chris on strategies to optimize your shop finances.